Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and today I am joined by Amber Rodriguez. So thank you so much for joining us today, Amber. Hey, thank you for having me. No problem at all. So um, you have a pretty interesting story. Um, you started wrestling in uh, 2011, but you, you know, you said you just started training in 2010, correct? Yes. Okay, so um, what made you want to get into wrestling? I mean, I was always a fan of it, um, and then I grew up in, like, a real uh, neighborhood with, like, a real high crime rate, so um, it kept me out of trouble, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I had sought out the uh, the wrestling school, um, well, my brothers did, actually, and then they invited me to come to, like I said, just keep me out of trouble with everything going on and everything happening in school. So I, it's funny because I really kind of just stumbled into it. Like, I always loved it. Like I said, like, I was always a huge fan. But I never really saw myself doing it until I was training. And I was, like, picking up everything they were teaching me. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I can do this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when you got into wrestling, like, explain to me, like, the toll it took on your body. Cause I know it's really harsh taking all them bumps. The toll it's taking. Or <laughs> um, taking, yeah. Yeah, so it's funny because it's like I'm only 25. You know, I started training when I was just 15. And, um, yeah, <laughs> like being young, you know, people think you can just conquer the world. Your body can take anything. And that is not always the case. Um, because I was told by one of my trainers, actually, that every match is like being in a mini car accident. You know, so if you've had over 700 matches it's like having 700 car accidents so it's a lot like i can crack my hip like you know how people crack their knuckles like i mm -hmm. crack my hip and it's crazy ouch yeah i've seen like a lot of wrestlers like every wrestler is different like some throughout the years they they manage the you know um handle it pretty well but i i was um educated by a jungle girl i don't know if you ever heard of her but she was explaining to me like wrestlers like it really depends on what type of wrestler they are like are you the one you know taking the bumps or are you the one you know executing the moves like if you're like a powerhouse who just kind of goes in there dominating you're gonna have a longer career you're not gonna you know have that wear on your body and all that so um as far as your in-ring style how would you explain you know what you bring to the ring a little bit of everything honestly like you'll see power moves in there you'll see a little bit of lucha in there so a little bit of everything honestly i try to mix it up and keep it fresh and different mm -hmm. yeah i noticed when i was watching some of your videos you know you definitely had a pretty unique style very exciting you know you definitely offered a little bit of everything i, I definitely like that in a wrestler because when you see kind of just one thing you know what to expect all the time from them it's mm -hmm. nice like having that variety of different styles that you offer to the ring yeah, and then it shows versatility, which is always good. Yeah, it's definitely good having the versatility as well. So, um, next question. So, you started out, you know, wrestling and, uh, you know, training in 2010 and all. Then, uh, eventually in uh, 2015, you retired. So, um, you know, well, what happened with that? So, uh, <laughs> last match, uh, I was blessed to share the ring with some really uh, top-notch competitors. Um, and yeah, in 2015, my last match was, uh, November with Mickey James 
at MCW Pro Wrestling, and it was a loser leaves town match, and uh, I guess I really left town. <laughs> yeah. Was that the whole intention of the match is for you to uh, retire, or is that just the gimmick that they just had at the time? So um, Dan McDevitt um, kind of worked with me on my way out. I had opened up to him about how I uh, was in the process of joining the military. Um, I had my contract signed and everything, and I had my ship out coming closer. So I'm like, hey, like I'm going to have to stop this. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, he worked with me and um, came up with that story, you know, to kind of like have me, because it's so annoying when someone just kind of disappears, you mm. know what I mean? Like just stop wrestling and you're like, oh, whatever happened to so-and-so. So I'm glad it ended like with the story, you know what I mean? And they kind of left that room, you know, for a, for a return. Yeah, I definitely like when there's like a story and a reason for someone leaving rather than it just being like random like you said like where what happened to them where did they go at least people know hey you had like your know your farewell kind of match and yeah. All that. yeah so what made you want to join the coast guard it's so funny how i just kind of like stumble into things <laughs> like like i said with wrestling it's like i don't know um it was another thing that i did want to do uh i'm the type of person that likes to challenge and um with wrestling it was great but i just felt like i'm trying to say this like without triggering anybody but you know that movie the wrestler where he's just kind of like old and like you know, still kind of, yeah still trying to get like that last hoorah and i'm like man like i just i need that safety net you know what i mean like i want like a career too mm -hmm. you know like outside of this that i can have you know um so i did want to join like some type of military branch but i didn't want to be laying in the sand getting shot at so i picked the coast guard yeah that was definitely <laughs> a safe bet for you but like you said like you know you definitely need a safety net because wrestling just like any sport you cannot do it forever yeah I mean, some wrestlers it seems like they do do it forever but you know it's just it's always good having a safety net with you know something that you can get injured because you don't know when you can just go out there in the ring get hurt and you can never wrestle again you need some kind of safety net some kind of you know career to fall back on so that definitely was you know a smart idea and yeah it's just like people in like the nfl you know like it's great like that's cool but if they get hurt you know what i mean like what else do you have do you have a college education do you have like prior career experience or something like that? You know what I mean? So, you know, with me being so young, like people say, oh, you're young, you got time, but those years creep up on you. So, you know, I always advise everybody, like, especially people just starting to train. I'm like, hey, like you want to have something else too, you know, just in case, because you never know what could happen. Exactly. Because I mean, like same thing with me, like I've been doing warehouse work for years and it's finally like taking a toll on me and I kind of started thinking like I need to look into something else. So I started college, you know, back in June and you know, it's like you need that safety net because anything, you know, can take away on your body and it's just, it's always a smart bet to uh, always have that option. Yeah. And you don't want to be one of those people who are like, well, I've been in the business 35 years and it's like, well, what do you have to show for it? You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, 
during your time, you know, wrestling, you wrestled, like you mentioned, Mickey James. Yeah. You also wrestled Lita. So how was that experience wrestling with legends like, you know, Mickey and uh, Lita? Oh, it was great. Um, and the list goes on, you know, like even my matches with like Sumi Sakai or um, even Nyla Rose, you know what I mean? And that's the thing. It's like she was definitely that diamond in the rough, you know what I mean? And, um, but yeah, they've all been great. Uh, Lita specifically, it was like, somebody pinch me, you know what I mean? Because this is, even Mickey, because it's like, these are people I watched on TV, and it's like, to share the ring with them, to even share a locker room with them, it's like, now these are my peers, now these are my colleagues, mm-hmm. you know? So, it, it was unreal, definitely. And then, um, just the knowledge that they had to pass, you know, and their humility you know that's always refreshing because it's so annoying working with somebody who's like well i'm up here and you know what i mean they just have that ego and it's like you don't really get to take much away from that but with them like they were just so open and so um willing to you know share what they know and share you know their experiences and it was just great you know and melina too you know i've um had a little thing with her at MCW and uh, Lisa Marie Veron, like, um, it's great, you know, just having those people to, to go to, you know? Yeah, it definitely seems like they're more of like a locker room leader kind of person. I mean, I got that impression when I met Lita about like, almost two years ago, um, I was talking to her about, you know, her match coming up at Evolution, and she had, and I brought up, you know, her having a match with um, Becky Lynch, and she basically said, like, yeah, we want to do that, but she's in a title picture now. I'm really happy for her. Like, it seemed like, hey, you know, she was more so happy that Becky was getting, you know, the spotlight rather than her having that spotlight with her. So she seems to be just a very noble person, even like to all the fans, she took the time to talk to everyone. It wasn't, Hey, here's an autograph picture. Get out of here. Like she sits there and talks to everyone. She was definitely a sweetheart. I've unfortunately never been able to meet like a Mickey James or anything yet, but just, I definitely got that vibe from Lita and it's good having, you know, wrestlers like that in general who, you know, they have that experience, that star power, but they're also willing to, you know, educate and put over other wrestlers. Like, because you don't see that all the time, you know, there's a lot of wrestlers who have that, but they, they have that ego. Yeah. I can name a lot of them, but Hulk Hogan is one of them. You know, he's one of the, I'm not going to put you over kind of guy. Like, it's all about me. Like, wrestlers like you know Lita and Mickey and even like I know Natalia is the same way like yes she is I um I had the pleasure of meeting her a few years ago and yeah it's just great because at that I feel like at that point you have to give back you know what I mean like what else are you gonna do you know you have to give back and I mean with people that are willing to learn to you know what I mean like I feel like it's that kind of thing where you got to feel that person out and you know, if they're seeking, you know, advice from you, you know, rather than talking to this person who's just kind of there, you know what I mean? They're not going to last long. So, but it's, it's definitely great that they're so humble. Exactly. Cause you know, sometimes you just have to kind of realize like you had your moment, it's time to build the future. Yeah. 
you know, because we've seen that in the wrestling industry before when wrestlers don't want to do that and end up hurting the company. Like WCW, they had all the old heads from the 80s and early 90s who did not want to give up that, you know, spotlight and that company went downhill. You have to build other stars. And it's just in general, it's just a nice thing to do, you know. Like, you know, let other people have their moments, you know, educate other people. Like, it, it feels good doing good things for other people at the end of the day. Yeah. So, um, as far as your comeback, what made you want to come, you know, get back into wrestling? So, um, really just seeing all of my peers make it, you know, and of course I'm like so happy for them. Right. But at the same time, like I had that, what if in the back of my mind. So honestly, just seeing them make it inspired me to give it another go because I did kind of leave abruptly. Like while there was a story and there was a finish, like I did kind of just go from um, uh, one hurdle to the next and I never really closed that chapter. You know what I mean? So I just want to answer that question for myself, you know, like, Oh, I'll give it another, another go and we'll just see what happens. And uh, with this comeback on, what are you looking to achieve in it? Um, pretty much I want to be better than I was the first time around. Like I want to, um, surpass who I was that first time. Like I want to achieve, um, similar things, but better things for myself. I want to, um, be in the ring with, you know, more great talents and just make a name for myself as well. Again. Again, yeah. Is there any particular opponents or um, companies that you're looking to wrestle with? A lot. Um, Shine has always been on my radar. Um, that's like the biggest one I'm looking at. And um, you'll see me at some other places. I don't want to do spoilers. But there's, there's some big things coming in 2020. Awesome. Um, have you heard of the company uh, Women of Wrestling? Yes. Is that a company you're interested in uh, wrestling for one day? Of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of them, and I've actually interviewed about, like, six of their wrestlers on our show. So, um, yeah, that's definitely – I've heard nothing but good things about that company. So it would be yeah. awesome to see you wrestle with them one day. Yeah, and me and Amber O'Neill have actually crossed paths before. So, yeah, I'm really, really excited for the future. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, speaking of Amber, um, she's supposed to guest on the show sometime in the future. We've been exchanging messages for a few weeks now. We just have to keep postponing. But, yeah, she's a really nice and humble person. Like, you know, it, it would be a pretty fun match to see you two get in the ring together. Yeah, I mean, we've had some good matches, too. But I think now um, it would also be, you know, even better. You know what I mean? Because I wrestled her when I was relatively new. <laughs> So, um, you know, even now it'll it'll be great. Awesome. So yeah, you know, having a little bit more experience and all, you'll be able to go out there and kind of you know put together a better match and all that. Yeah, and the matches we've had have been great, you know. But like I said, it's only so much you can do when you're at a certain point in your career. Exactly. So with having even more knowledge, like you said, it'll be even better. Yes, exactly. So um, I think that wraps up this interview, Amber. I just want to thank you so much for uh, joining us today over at O-Fish Wrestling. Thanks for having me. It was great. No problem at all. Um, do you have any uh, social media you want to put out there? 
yes, finally. <laughs> and that's the thing because I was off social media for so long. So I just had to um, like make a new Twitter and um, Instagram and all that. But yeah, so my Twitter is at Amber1Rodriguez and Instagram, La Reina Renegada. And uh, my Facebook page, Amber Rodriguez. All right, everyone, make sure you follow her on there. I'll put the links to all her social media here in the bio. Um, and also make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram at O-Face Wrestling. And uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. And thank you once more again, um, Amber. Thanks for having me.